Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom. If recent years have taught us anything, it's this. Conversations about religion have become loaded. In a society where religion and faith have increasingly become polarizing topics, it's clear that we need informed perspectives and thoughtful conversation. Today we're joined by Karen Stiller. She is a senior editor with Faith Today. Now this is a publication that is stepping up to offer a trustworthy, accessible place for Christians to better navigate the intersection of their faith, culture, and current events. Today on Connections, Karen will share with us how Faith Today is doing this. She'll also share with us why it's important to talk about these tough topics rather than to stray away. She'll also tell us about her role in all of this. We'll hear that and so much more today on Connections. We're joined today by Karen Stiller. She is a senior editor of Faith Today magazine, and she also hosts the Faith Today podcast. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Karen and how did you get into writing? Yeah, thank you, Colleen. Um, So I live in Ottawa and um, I am married to an Anglican priest. And what that has meant in my life has been sort of a lot of moving around and um, a lot of, uh, at the very beginning, just a decision that if one of us was going to be um, a, par- a stay-at-home parent, it was going to be me. And so from being at home with my kids, I started a, a writing life. So I uh, often say that it's my kids who who made me a writer because I want it to work from home and still um, have a vocation of my own and a work of my own. And uh, for me, that was writing. And so Gradually over the years, I built up uh, a writing life. I wrote in the world that I knew the best, which was the Canadian Church Press world. And eventually I started to work with Faith Today magazine, first as their associate editor and now uh, as one of their senior editors. And so that's been really a great way for me to, um, you know, tell the stories about the Canadian Church and interview lots of really interesting and cool people and just... uh, be inspired by how they live out their faith. Tell us a little bit about uh, Faith Today. It's a great publication, been around for a long time, but some might not be that familiar with it. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Um, Yeah, so our tagline is Canada's Christian Magazine. And that is very deliberate because we want to tell the stories of the Canadian church. We want to um, explore uh, trends, uh, help people think about how they're living out their faith in the uh, public square of Canada and also just in their own personal lives. So it's a bi-monthly magazine, so six issues a year. Uh, We have subscribers from all across Canada, um, multiple denominations. Um, It's published by the Evangelical Fellowship of Canada. And so I think probably Christians who would self-identify as, uh, you know, leaning toward the evangelical side of our faith would probably most readily see themselves in the magazine, but it's, that's not to all of our readers, that's for sure. We want to be a magazine that serves the church uh, in all its fullness. And so we have feature articles, we have interviews, uh, we do a little bit of news, but um we leave the news to, uh, you know, our good peers like yourselves in radio or other more immediate ways of, of sharing media. But we do a lot of analysis and inspiration. We have um, just great articles in every issue, and we're very excited about it. Now, recently, well, I wouldn't say recently, but over the past few years, it seems as though like religion and faith have become polarizing topics and stuff that people just when we talk about things, there is a whole lot of tension. How do you guys at Faith Today get through all of this? 
Yeah, that is uh, very true. And we've probably all had that in our own personal lives too. And probably uh, just like if when you're a guest at a dinner party and a contentious issue comes up, you probably have a way of speaking about it um, that is not meant to um, throw, you know, gas onto the fire or not to make things worse, but to be a listener and also a good conversationalist. And I think that's kind of the stance we take at Faith Today too. We, we look at ourselves as both hosting and participating in a conversation about what it means to be a faithful Christian in today's Canada. And that doesn't mean we avoid, um, you know, controversy, but neither do we wish to stoke it. Um, We think there's a way to talk and to listen that is really healthy and just helps us all understand each other better and follow God more faithfully. One of the topics you talked about most recently is uh, church still matters. Tell us how you managed to tackle that topic. Yeah, well, you know, that is one of my favorite recent articles. Um, The writer Kevin Makins had released a book recently on the, you know, well, basically on the same topic, um, why I still go to church or why I go to church. I think it's called, I wish I had it in front of me. Um, But so he's a young pastor in Hamilton, and we asked him to uh, write for us about um, basically we're thinking about these hopefully last stretch of living in a pandemic, we hope and pray, um, and how a lot of us have had to renegotiate our relationship with church, right? Like many of us, most of us have not been able to go in person, uh, at least not consistently. Um, We've been engaging in online. We haven't been able to be the church in the way that we might be most comfortable as in, you know, literally loving our neighbors in practical hands-on ways. Um, We've missed each other. We've missed, you know, small group experience or just being with our sisters and brothers in Christ. And I think in that missing, hopefully uh, that doesn't make people think, oh, I don't need this, but more, I need this. Church matters. Church matters in our own lives, but also in the lives of our communities in Canada. And uh, so that we really just asked our writer to um, dig deep into that and, and encourage people to think about how church matters in their lives. And one of the uh, departments that I typically do with faith today is um, church in community. It's called, and we focus uh, on in every issue on a church in a Canadian community that's doing something kind of cool or even like it doesn't have to be wild and crazy. Often it's like a dinner for university students. It's really basic, loving your neighbor stuff. And we love to shine the light on stories like that because it uh, it reminds us of who we are as the church in Canada. And it also just gives, it shares great ideas. Like we can learn from each other. And when when we see a church doing something in Winnipeg that um, we're not doing, you know, in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, we can think, you know what, I think we can do that. And, and I can read how this church did that and be inspired. So I think that's part of our role. And, and you really see that in that recent story, which people can read online at faithtoday.ca too. Are you intentional about trying to tell more good news stories than bad news stories? Or do you just tell whatever comes your way kind of thing? (laughs) That's such a good question, Mike. Um, And we wrestle with that. And let me uh, share a recent example with the whole Ravi Zacharias, um, Mm. just really tragic and disturbing unfolding of that story that I think shook 
you know, every, everyone who was aware of his work and certainly um, is now is just so, so disturbing. So at Faith Today, we talked uh, as that unfolded, as more and more came to light, we talked about how can we um, say something that's helpful and also not just repeat what everyone else is doing, because it, of course it was easy to read the details of that case um, you know, online, other people were doing that really well. And so we felt we didn't need to repeat that. So instead, we uh, had a writer do a piece on 10 lessons for other ministries uh, and churches about what we can learn at this stage. And I think there will be lots more to learn um, Mm -hmm. as time goes on, what we can learn about, you know, this terrible tragedy. And so what that ended up being was a really helpful piece that looked at the role of boards, how churches can be safe for victims of uh, sexual abuse, um, issues about accountability, about uh, not putting our leaders up on some pedestal, um, and just that kind of thing. So we're not afraid of looking at bad news stories, but we try to think, how can we be helpful uh, in that? How can we tell the truth well, but how can we serve our readers? And, you know, do something, let other people who are doing the excellent work of, um, you know, in this case, maybe investigative journalism, do their thing. We don't need to repeat that, um, but we can take what they have learned and provide something else for our readers that might be applicable to where they're serving. Why is it so important for us to talk about topics like this as Christians rather than to stray away from them? Yeah. Oh, boy. I think, you know, I... I think there there was a time in my own uh, history with the church and maybe just in the way I, I was raised where, you know, that phrase like, oh, don't air your dirty laundry and um, mm. was kind of encouraged in a way. And I think when you bring Christianity and journalism together, we have a very high calling to tell the truth and to be the first ones to point out that there's something wrong, that there's something that does not seem right here and that we can do better. And that does not uh, damage uh, the reputation of Christ in the world. I think it says instead that, yeah, we are, we are humans. uh, We are people where there are people and institutions, there are mistakes made. uh, We can do better. And I think, Um, You know, it's really to our shame when we don't do that. Now, that doesn't mean we tear apart for the sake of tearing apart. I think we always um, at Faith Today, if we're going to cover a really tough topic, we we always ask ourselves, how can we serve our readers best with this topic or this piece? What can we provide them that other people aren't providing? Like we can read now, of course, anything from anywhere around the world, which is really awesome. So we look at what can we do well? What is the Canadian angle here? What is the Canadian voice? Who are the Canadian experts? And what can we learn? So um, there's there's a balance between uh, respect for the story and respect for our readers. But I think we love the church well when we're willing to, you know, tell the truth about it. So and doing it in love. I think that's what we're called to do and what we try to do. When you are telling the truth and dealing with these tough topics, what kind of feedback are you getting from your readers? 
Oh, that's a really good question. Um, <laughs> you know, it's interesting what does provoke people to write letters to the editor, which we absolutely love and we, um, you know, encourage and ask for, and then we try to answer really respectfully. So anytime we get a letter to the editor, um, you know, almost always by email, we respond back or we connect the writer of the letter to the uh, writer of the article so they can dialogue if they want. So, I mean, it's interesting because um, the topics that you think might ignite um, feedback sometimes don't. Like we did a story a few years ago about swearing in the church. Um, so it was like uh, looking at this, what seemed to be a trend of, you know, cursing and cussing being acceptable, more acceptable now than maybe it was years ago. And we got a lot of letters to the editor on that. People, it really pushed a button. Um, recently, we did a, a story about uh, creation in crisis, where um, the environmental scientist Catherine Hayhoe wrote a, a wonderful piece for us about creation care and that um, we got a few letters to the editor back on that because I think some sectors of our readership might think that if we start to look at issues like that that were um, I don't know being too quote-unquote liberal or something which is not at all the case of course we know we have a mandate in Genesis to care for our world that God made so um, yeah, it's, it's unpredictable and it's super interesting and we love to get feedback and sometimes we make mistakes like, you know, we're people too. And if we uh, are clumsy with a topic or not as thorough as we could be with a topic, we will, we will absolutely hear that and correct that. So that's the fun of journalism, which I wonder, you know, you guys probably have that too in your work where you hear back from people and sometimes you're surprised about what it is, but it's like a really great opportunity to see uh, what can we do better or also sometimes think, no, I think we did that. Okay. And, and it's okay. Yeah. yeah. And I think like, yeah, it's great. Like it provides opportunities to grow, right. If we're humble yeah. and honest with ourselves and yeah, it's uh, really interesting, especially now with social media and the instant feedback you get, right. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, something faith today's done to adapt with the times is you've recently gotten rid of the subscription fee. Uh, how did you do that? How are you paying the bills and why did you decide to do that? Yeah, we really, um, well, first of all, we wanted to make the magazine and all our material as accessible as possible to as many Canadians as possible. And uh, we're, you know, caught in the same conundrum as any print uh, based publication these days, trying to figure out um, the best way forward and the best way to serve our readers and um, produce a beautiful, high quality publication. So that's the big question, you know, behind every uh, magazine's life, I think, these days. And so we decided to sort of do something kind of radical and risky. And, um, you know, maybe we should talk again in a year and I can tell you how we ended up paying the bills. <laughs> so yeah. we're, you know, our average, our advertisers uh, are on board with us. And of course, uh, advertising helps publications uh, thrive and survive. And so we highly value them. Uh, and they are also interested in getting in front, you know, of as many Canadians as possible. And 
uh, with their, you know, product or service or ministry often. And so um, they're on board with us and uh, we're just excited to see what will happen. And, you know, so far so good. We've had more people signing up and we're happy we're happy to provide it. We, we see it as a really valuable resource and a pleasant reading experience. Like people who read magazines generally really like magazines, you know, they, Hmm. they like to sit down with it. It's different. Um, Like you can still read free online, of course, but to get a print magazine means that you will often come back to it. Like that's how I read a magazine. I, I get it. I, it's kind of a treat. I may read the cover story. I set it down. I come back, you know, on Wednesday and pick it up again or whatever and slowly make my way through it. Other people read it cover to cover, but it's, it's a reading experience. And um, so that's different from jumping onto one article online and so on. So we really want it to just get it out there and, and give it as a gift. And, and we trust that people will, take us up on that free offer and hopefully just enjoy it. And if not, let us know. (laughs) Well, what type of content can readers expect in upcoming issues? Yeah. So that's a great, great question. We just put to bed uh, the May, June issue um, and we're very excited about that one. It's an excellent one. Uh, I usually do the faith today interview which I link to our podcast. We have a Faith Today podcast as well. And so for that, uh, I interviewed Brian Dirksen, who I'm sure you're very familiar with, uh, a Canadian music treasure. Um, and I had wanted to interview Brian for years, and we, we finally sat down and, and had a great talk together about Canadian um, the Canadian church, I mean, the contemporary Christian music scene, uh, how he functions and interacts as a as a worship leader slash musician so that was really fun the cover story is about it's kind of an ode to spiritual reading so uh, we most of us are readers of spiritual books um, like spiritual formation books perhaps and so we look into that Um, we have uh, uh, some fun things coming up in July August to do with um, how we will think and live forward after the pandemic ends Um, what we've learned I bet we've all learned things um, and how we can apply the good things to our lives going forward so in every issue we have um, you know usually an essay or two we have an interview with people that we think our readers will want to hear from and about Uh, We have a wonderful uh, column for the next few months called Witness, where we were inviting First Nations uh, Christians to share uh, some of their experience living, you know, without their faith and life in Canada. Um, Yeah, and our regular roster of columnists uh, that, you know, sometimes inspire and sometimes irk like columnists do, and, and that's good too. So we're just keeping those conversations going, and I think readers will really enjoy it. How can people learn more about Faith Today and learn where they can get that free subscription? Yeah, so just the easiest way is to go online at faithtoday.ca and you will find a very easy link to subscribe and it's an easy sign up. Uh, and there's also a phone number that you could call that's there on the on the website too if that's easier for people. But yeah, we really welcome them to uh, give us a call or give us give us a call and give us a try and we'd be happy to serve them with the magazine. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. It was fun. 
And thank you so much for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. We'll talk to you again on Connections.